Welcome to Dr. Bingo Fairmont's Management Minute. Today, Dr. Fairmont can't be here. He is at an audition to be the sixth member of the new kids on the block. They're getting back together? Apparently so. Oh, and Dr. Man. Fairmont's going to be singing harmony with them. That's fantastic. So, since he can't be here, it's me, Russell Clayton, my good buddy here, Dr. Adam Shoemaker, here to represent. We're coming to you from the St. Leo University Donald R. Tapia School of Business. Shu, how you doing? I'm doing great, Russell. Glad to be here. Speaking of new kids. Yes. And that whole culture. What uh, what was your first concert when you were younger? Where did you like to get the music from? There you go. Coincidentally enough, my first concert was the New Kids on the Block. That is awesome. My sister took uh, her and some of her friends, so my parents took me along for the ride. Uh, I was enamored. It was a big, it was a big production. Now, where was this? This was at the Birmingham Civic Center. Oh man, Birmingham, Alabama. So not was, the that, not the Ham Center. No, no. It was, it was, it was a big arena show. It was great. Uh, now that probably doesn't make me sound overly manly to say that I went to a New Kids on the Block yeah. concert. We salvaged that because later on, a eh, year or two later, my parents took me to a Bon Jovi concert. Nice. So we were living on a prayer. That is nice. Oh, oh we're halfway there. I can't hang because I think my first concert, I was probably already in college by the time oh, I went wow. to the concert. And it was The Temptations. Okay. So you know that I'm a musical nerd. You know? Yeah. I like I like a little bit of Bon Jovi. I like a little bit of New Kids even. Yeah. But just, you know, I went in for those more old school bands, I guess. Back okay, in those so days, shoo, so. the late bloomer when it yeah. comes to concerts. I'm just, I'm more of an album man. I gotcha. I guess. I gotcha. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Today I want to talk about social media. Now this isn't a new topic. There's a lot out there in the press about social media, but I want to talk about... Can social media get us fired? Oh, man. People mistreat that stuff so bad, especially at work. They do. They do. And I read a piece in the Chief Learning Officer magazine, which is a publication for HR professionals. And they they quoted a 2016, uh, June 2016 HubSpot survey that said that basically 41% of American workers believe that they, in essence, they can't get fired because of their social media posts because they're protected by their First Amendment right to free speech. See, and people forget that when you're at work, your rights don't necessarily mean the same thing in private industry as they do as a private citizen. That's right. And just because you can say it doesn't mean you should say it. You got it. And I got a feeling Dr. Fairmont will have us rehash that point, but that's a great point is that doesn't always apply when we're at work. Right. Uh, Now, You can Google social media fired or some combination of those search terms and just get tons and tons of results where social media has been the undoing of many a job. For example, a guy named Jamie Kennedy, he tweeted, he was an employee at Chipotle, he tweeted about his low wages. And guess what? He got fired. What was the nature of the tweet? Was he complaining? Was he just stating a fact? Do we know? He was complaining. Okay. It, it was a very simple tweet. I actually pulled up the tweet. It was a very simple tweet where he talked about the fact that, you know, making, I think it was eight fifty three an hour was not sufficient. But and better than zero. 
Right. So, so that's how it turned out. And, and this wasn't the guy that was in Malibu's Most Wanted, Jamie Kennedy, in horror movies. Two different like guys. Different guy. Okay. This is actually a, a war veteran. So, oh, wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, he tweeted about his low wages uh, in, a, in a negative context and but, was fired. But, so the, but he had some kind of, there was a follow-up to his case. That there he was. He actually went to court over this, right? There was. Uh, he, the follow-up is, is that he, he was fired, he later sued, and won. Now, that's... We'll call that, you know, extraordinary circumstances right. that he that he won. Uh, that's not for our listeners to take and say, hey, let me tweet, <laughs> get fired, and then turn around and sue. Dr. Clayton said I would win. You got it. Right. You got, it it's, it's, a, it's a sure bet. Just think of all the, the, the headache that would come along with that process of going through the trial, through, through right. suing. Absolutely. Uh, so there's Jamie Kennedy. There was Connor Riley. Now, Connor was a recent college graduate and she had been offered a job at cisco a pretty good job it looks like however she decided to tweet before she even arrived at her first day on the job she tweeted negatively about that job now did you look at that tweet i did not but the essence that i saw in the write-up about it about her case was that she did want to commute she wasn't excited about commuting and having to go in to work every day at Cisco. Well, Cisco caught wind of it. Actually, what happened was the, the tweet went viral. An employee at Cisco saw it, passed it along to HR. Mm-hmm. They rescinded her job offer. So she wasn't fired. She just got the offer pulled off the table. And I'll bet that's often the case, that you don't necessarily post this to where your employer is going to see it. But ultimately, through the magic of social media and the right. internet, it gets back to them somehow. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. And now, a more recent case, just here in the last couple of weeks, a Major League Baseball player. Now, he wasn't fired, but Steve Clevenger of the uh, Seattle Mariners made some pretty negative tweets about uh, President Obama mm. and the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. And his organization, his employer, the Seattle Mariners, uh, were not excited about that. They suspended him without pay for wow. the remainder of the season. Wow! For him, that comes out to be about thirty grand that he is missing out on because he decided to get on social media and tweet. Well, he figured the Mariners weren't going to the playoffs anyway. So good know. point. Good point. <laughs> he was going to be done pretty soon anyway. He was going to be done pretty soon anyway. And the list goes on and on. Uh, You literally can Google that and find example after example of people who have posted negatively, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, what have you, MySpace, because we all do MySpace, right? (laughs) I think Uh, we still do. Yeah. Well, so what would, if Dr. Fairmont were here, what would he tell us? What kinds of rules should we follow or what kinds of... Of, of steps should we take to make sure that we're not putting stuff on social media that's going to get us fired? Because everybody uses social media. Right. Everybody uses social media. I think what Dr. Fairmont would say is think. Think, think, think. Think before you post. And that sounds cliche. That sounds like advice that we've probably all been told before. But it makes sense. Think before you post. Is this going to get back to my employer? Is my employer going to have a problem with it? Does this offend my employer? Does this offend a large group of people? You never know how your tweet or your Facebook post or your Instagram picture, you never know how it can be construed. So 
think before you post. And you mentioned that the First Amendment was going to come back and enter into this somehow because a lot of people say, well, I have the right to say whatever I want. It's a free country. It's America. Right. And Dr. Fairmont, when we were kind of getting him to provide us some tips for this since he's out auditioning for a boy band. Oh, there you go. There's a hit right there, baby. Uh, you know, he said, listen, the, the, bait, the gist of the First Amendment is that it protects our freedom of speech, right? Okay. Right. But, 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 but the First Amendment does not protect us when we're at, under the auspice of a private employer. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, so for the Seattle Mariners, he wasn't protected in that case by the First Amendment because he said something his organization said, hey, we don't like the tone of that and the fact that you've offended, you know, perhaps a large proportion of America. Mm-hmm. We're going to suspend you without pay. And that's detrimental to his employer, right? Because right. now people are going to say, oh, I'm not going to watch the Mariners play because I don't like this Steve Clevenger guy. And you got it. That's how they feel about our country and the president and freedom to protest. And we're not going to spend our money on tickets over there. And it's hurting their business. You got it. You got it. And I think the final thing that Dr. Fairmont would say is just because our profile might be set to private doesn't mean Mm. it's private. Right. I've got my Facebook profile set to private. Now, you and I are friends. You can see what I post. I take a lot of screen grabs of what you post. I know, so that you can blackmail Just for blackmail purposes. Right. But I can't blackmail you because then who would I do this podcast with? You got it. It'd just be a one-man show. You're right. Sometimes it is. (laughs) You know, nothing is truly private. You're exactly right. Uh, screen grabs get taken. There have been many, and this happens a lot with our celebrities and our athletes. Oh they they make a they make a post. Somebody, probably their agent, says, "Hey, get that off of social media," but it's too late. Within a, a, a minute or two, there's a screen grab taken, and it's there on the internet forever. So just because your Facebook, your your Instagram is set to private doesn't mean that it's private. So that kind of goes back to his first point. Just simply think. Think before you post. Is it worth it? That's right. Just because you know it or feel it doesn't mean you have to say it and be heard by the world. You got it. Take the old-fashioned approach and maybe just say it to the people in the room with you. Don't put it out on the Internet for the world to see. And like Mama said, if you can't say something nice, unless you're blowing the whistle, don't say nothing at all. Don't say it at all. Right, right. Well, I'm going to sign us off, and we'd like to thank you, uh, St. Leo University and the Donald R. Tapia School of Business, and, of course, Sean Gibbons, our sound engineer. And thanks to bensound.com for our theme song, intro and outro. And, folks, if you see Dr. Fairman out there, get him on social media or whatever, please tell him we're looking for him. Have a good one.